Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. We call it life or death. Somebody asked me one time if I had a good description of life. I said, yes, I think I've got a good one. Life is the struggle to keep death at a respectable distance. Death seems to want to move in prematurely, prematurely. If you want to live a good, long, flourishing life, you've got to push back. And we're dealing with some serious matters here. So we can't just, you know, tell the latest 10 jokes and just go home. We're not here to entertain. We're here to instruct. We're here to grow. We're here to learn. We're here to get the best we possibly can. Serious. Life is serious. The future is serious. One ancient novelist said, these are the best of times and these are the worst of times. And for some of those who came across this platform at the extravaganza, million dollar a year incomes, for them, it's the best of times. But I want you to know that while they're getting the diamonds and the millions, there are a lot of people around the world, for them, it is the worst of times. The best of times and the worst of times. That's called serious matter. How come such a difference from those who can reach such incredible heights and those who haven't yet found the answers for their life and their health and their future. We just have to ponder that and let that give us a note of seriousness, a note of seriousness. It's serious whether you win or lose. It's serious whether you succeed or fail. It's serious whether you've got a good future carved out for yourself or you do not have. These are serious matters. Matters of the heart are serious. Matters of income are serious. Matters of supporting your family, serious. Are you serious? Why? We got a serious matter here to discuss. We haven't come with the latest 10 stories. We've come with a serious matter. And I want you to take on that serious tone. You've got some serious products that answer a serious need out there in the marketplace. And I'm asking you to take it serious. Take your own future serious. What you can do for your family, take it serious. This is serious business. Next, number one was get serious. Here's number two, get smart. At the, that's what these journals are for. That's what pad and pencil's for. That's what taking notes is for. See if you can't increase your ability to comprehend ideas, information that can be life transforming. Don't miss the opportunity to learn. Take a good key phrase home, use it in your training. Don't be lazy in learning. Don't be casual in learning. Here's a couple of parts to it. Number one, your own personal experience, right? If you've had a bad week, just sit down and ponder that for a while. Study it. See if you can't pick up some ideas from a poor week and then make a better week, okay? Learn from your own experiences. One way to learn to do it right is do it wrong. I mean, you know, that's one way to learn to do it right. Do it wrong. Now, the key is don't let it take too long. If you've done it wrong for a year, we suggest that's long enough. You don't need another year just to prove a point. No, one year's enough. Learn from your own experience, right? So the call didn't go well, all the stuff. Guess what they did when they finished that call? They made another call. What else could we do to make it better? How could we possibly improve? This is called the possibility for life change starts with education. Don't be lazy in learning. Don't be lazy in picking up the ideas. Learning is the beginning of wealth. Learning is the beginning of life change. Some people want to start with motivation, but you don't start with motivation. 
Somebody says, just motivate this guy, he'll be all right. The answer is no, probably not. If a guy's an idiot, you motivate him, now you've got a motivated idiot. So education, get smart, don't miss the training class. You say, well, I've already been to one of those classes. I've already heard it. I've got a good phrase for you to take home. That's no sign you got it. Just because you've listened to those millionaire tapes one time is no sign you've got it. I'm asking you to listen to them over and over and over. I'm asking you to dedicate yourself to a new level of learning. You know, study, learn, grow, change, develop. Never let it be said you didn't learn, right? If you want to solve your problems, you got to learn. If you want to take advantage of an opportunity, you got to learn. So number two, to have your best year ever, make your dreams come true. Number one is get serious. Number two, get smart. Develop your own personal philosophy here. Philosophy, major determining factor in how your life works out. Each person's philosophy is like the set of the sail. The same wind blows on us all. The difference in where we arrive at the end of the week, at the end of the month, at the end of the year is not the wind that blows, but what's going to make the major difference? Each person's personal philosophy that sets a better sail, sets a better sail. So don't ask for a more favorable wind. That's like wishing something that's not going to occur. Don't ask for better seed and soil. All you got's what's available. Don't curse what you got. On this planet, all we got's the seed that's here, the soil that's here. The miracle of life that's here, the opportunity that's here, the seasons that are here, that's all we got. Wherever you've come from in your country, the economy you got, that's all you got. In America, our economy, that's all we got. The government, that's all we got. The marketplace, that's all we got. Whatever you do, don't criticize all you got. The key is to set a better sail and turn what you've got into the miracle of your future. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems. Wish for more skills. And that's the reason for coming here, spending a couple of days of intense effort, taking notes, rolling up your sleeves, going to work, commit yourself to learning so that you can get smarter for the days ahead. A philosophy that commits itself to having the finest no matter what it costs. That kind of philosophy. I'm asking you to develop your own personal philosophy. Get your business philosophy going. Get your financial plan going. Don't violate the conclusions of your own philosophy by not executing and taking action. But that's number two, get smart. Here's number three, get going. As smart as you might become after these two days, as many ideas as you take away from here, they're truly, as Larry mentioned, like seeds to be planted in the soil. You gotta get going, you gotta take action. The disciplines is the miracle process. And here's how to get the miracle of your future going as far as disciplines are concerned. Number one, do what you can. You might go home and set a whole new pace for yourself and we call it cleaning up neglect. Should walk around the block, could walk around the block for your good health, don't walk around the block. See, you're on the wrong track. Should read, could read, don't read on the wrong track. Should call, could call, don't call on the wrong track. Could change, should change, don't change. You're on the wrong track. Letters you haven't written, conversations you haven't had with your family, somebody you should sit down with when you get back home, get that job done. Don't let neglect destroy your days, destroy your life and destroy your future. Go back and do what you can. And if you'll do what you can, then life will give you some extraordinary things to do. 
We all pity the man, right? Wants to stride out of his house, go straighten out the corporation, has not yet straightened out his garage. You gotta take care of the small disciplines before life will give you a chance to handle the more complicated disciplines. How do you think Mark Hughes got here? Scattered now throughout 14, 15 countries, another 14, 15 coming up. I mean, how do you do this? You start first with the smallest of disciplines and do not neglect them and do not disregard them as being trifling. Everything matters, everything's important. Good phrase to take home. All disciplines affect each other. In fact, here's a good philosophical phrase. If you hadn't thought of it before, here it is. Everything affects everything else. It's so easy to be casual and say, well, this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. I'm telling you, everything matters. Of course, some things matter more than others, but there isn't anything that doesn't matter. Then here's the positive side. Every new discipline affects all your other disciplines. If you'll get some new things going, make some calls you've never made before, step up your activity level, step up your labor level. Go for the disciplines, the smallest of disciplines, the least of disciplines. Like keeping your accounts in order, the smallest of disciplines. Did you ever hear this expression? I don't know where it all goes. Did you ever hear that? I don't know where it all goes. Wow. Oh, we'd love to have you run Herbalife. You don't know where it all goes. How long do you think we'd last here in Herbalife if that was your philosophy sitting at the top like Mark Hughes? Let me give you the story on Mark Hughes. Mark knows where everything goes. And he started back when he only had pennies. He started back when he only had dollars. He started back when he didn't have much. But here's the key. One of the greatest extraordinary phrases that's ever been written from antiquity says, if you'll be faithful, if you'll be disciplined when the amounts are small, will make you a ruler, give you a position of authority when the amounts are many. Somebody says, I've only got two or three distributors. I don't know where they are. Come on. If you've only got two or three, you can know when they get up. You can know when they go to bed. You can know all the details. Take care of your disciplines when the amounts are small. And then life will see to it that you get some extraordinary numbers to work with, like you saw the stories displayed here do not disregard the smallest of disciplines. Let us not neglect. Do not neglect the smallest of disciplines and build on that foundation and you can have everything you could possibly want. Okay? Get going. Here's number four. Get better. There isn't any of us that can't get better. So turn on this whole idea of personal development and personal growth. That was what my teacher shared with me that changed my life. I'm telling you, for things to get better, you got to get better. Don't ask for it to change out there. Ask for you to change here. Don't ask for a more favorable wind. We call that naive. Don't ask for better seed, better soil. This is the only planet you got. Just ask that you can get wiser and stronger and better and be able to take care of your own responsibilities. Get better. Learn how to handle the seasons better. Let's go through them. Number one, learn how to handle the winters. There's all kinds of winters. The winter when you can't figure it out, the winter when it all goes wrong. The winters of your life. Social winters. Political winters that we're going through around the world. Okay. Economic winters that a lot of people are experiencing these days. Personal winters when your heart is smashed in a thousand pieces 
and the nights are unusually long. It is simply called winter time. But here's what you've got to do in your own personal development, your own personal growth, and that is just get better at handling the winters. You can't change the winter. You can't change the seasons, but you can change yourself. You say, well, what can I do about the upcoming winters of my life, the challenges that I know I'm going to face? Here's what you can do. You can get wiser and stronger and better. Just make a list of that trio of words. Wiser, stronger, and better. Go home smarter than you came. Go home with more ideas than you came with. Next, get stronger. You can develop the muscle. You can develop the courage muscle. You can develop the inspiration muscle. You can develop the dedication muscle. You can get stronger. There isn't anybody here that can't get stronger. Next time we see you, may not even recognize you, how strong you're going to be able to become in language, in style, in personality, the ability to cope, the ability to handle with anything that happens, no matter what happens. And the third one is get better. We can all get better. I've gotten better. First talk I gave, I stood up. My mind sat back down. But here's the secret to my success. I stood up and did it again. I stood up and I did it again. And I did it again and I did it again all those many years ago. I did it when I was scared and I did it when I didn't want to and I did it when I was ill. And I did it when it didn't work well and I didn't did it when they didn't appreciate it. And I didn't a lot of times when I didn't know much what I was doing. I just did it anyway. And now all these years later, I'm asked to walk on this stage with the greatest introduction I've ever had, greatest response and welcome I've ever had, the greatest opportunity I've ever had to touch this many lives with a mixture of words and heart and soul. I got better. I got better day by day and week by week and month by month. And I'm asking you to do the same thing until you can develop a long arm and a long reach, until you can develop influence that won't quit. Touch people next year you couldn't touch this year. Touch people now you couldn't touch before. Conduct a meeting now you couldn't conduct before. Heart and soul now mixed in there that wasn't there, missing before. I'm asking all of you to get better in spite of the winters, in spite of the downturn, the money downturn, the social downturn, the personal downturn, whatever it is. Just get stronger. Get better. The key is not to wish for a better winter. The key is to wish for more strength, more wisdom, more courage, get better, get wiser, get stronger. Here's number two. Learn to take advantage of the spring. Spring means opportunity. But here's the clue. Spring is not a guarantee of a harvest in the fall, in the autumn, harvest time. Here's what you must learn to do. Underline the two words if you're taking notes. Take advantage. Take advantage of the spring. Don't just be faked out by the spring because the nice weather has come and looks like everything is going to be a lot better. The winter's finally passed. The spring is here. I'm telling you, that's not going to do it for you. Just because the spring is here, it's not going to do it for you. You've got to seize it with your own two hands and take advantage. Read the books. Study the tapes. Go back through your notes. Get ready to cash in on the spring. And now there's a sense of urgency here. Here's why. Spring doesn't last that long. To be able to say, I just got back, doesn't last that long. It's called the springtime of opportunity. Postpone a few things in the springtime. Get the job done. Set aside a few things in the springtime. Get the job done. Where I was raised in Idaho farm country, what if you asked a farmer to go bowling in the spring? 
What would he probably say? He would say, you're insane. You can go bowling in the winter when you can't plant the crop. You can't go bowling in the spring. You've only got a certain piece of time and you got to get it done in that certain window of opportunity. And that's what we've got here, a window of opportunity. Let's take advantage of it. It's called take advantage of the spring. And there's also an urgency here. How many springs have you got in a lifetime? Not very many. Life is brief at the longest. There's an urgency here. Don't waste your springs. Don't just let them pass, 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 hoping the time will pass. Take advantage. You've got a new organization going, seize the spring. You've got a new distributor going, seize the spring. You've got a new life situation going, seize the spring. Take advantage of it. Don't let it pass without giving it the best of your two hands and your attention. Number three, first, learn how to handle the winter. Second, take advantage of the spring. Number three, in the summer, learn to nourish and protect. We've got some major challenges now come summertime. One is to nourish our values, take care of them, feed them. Don't let them go hungry. Don't let them go wanting in nourishment and care. And then here's something else we've got to do in the summer. Defend ourselves against the enemies. Summertime is a unique time. It's a time of opportunity. It's also a time of challenge. But what else is new? It's what life is called. The last six and a half thousand years reads like this. Opportunity mixed with difficulty. Opportunity mixed with challenge. We've got a chance to grow like never before. But I'm telling you, there's going to be many enemies that's going to try to prevent us. As soon as you plant the garden, the busy bugs and the noxious weeds are out to take it. And you've got to learn not only to nourish your values, you've got to learn to do battle with your enemies. Whatever threatens you, I'm asking you to threaten it back. Take care of your responsibility, but don't take anything off of anybody. Somebody wants to destroy your chances for a good future by their negative talk, negative thinking, putting it all down, I'm telling you, walk away if you have to, walk away. Whatever threatens you, threaten it back. Whatever threatens your opportunity, threaten it back. Now, some of our enemies are on the outside, but here's the most important thing to understand. Some of our enemies are on the inside. Let me give you a quick list. Indifference. You got to do battle with your own indifference. Boy, it's easy to coast, especially if you've accomplished something, you know, extraordinary now. Somebody says, I got to relax. Here's the key. Not too long. The weeds will take all you plant if you rest too long. Don't rest too long. Indecision. You got to make those decisions. The ones that don't turn out to be good gives you experience to make better decisions. Don't let much time go by without making some decisions. The ones that you can make quickly, make them quickly. The ones that take time, take your time. But get those decisions made. Don't let indecision be an enemy. Rob you of the future. Empty your bank account. Leave you with zero in the purse. Don't let that happen. The next one is doubt. Sure, there's doubts on the outside. People doubt that America's going to make it. People doubt that Europe's going to make it. People doubt that Russia's going to make it. The Poland's going to make it. The Czechoslovakia's going to make it. They doubt the whole world is going to make it. But I'm asking you not to pick up all those doubts. I'm asking you to have some faith. Have some courage, believe, drive your doubts into a small corner. 
Don't let them loose like a mad dog, drive you into a small corner. Don't doubt the future. Don't doubt the possibilities. Don't doubt the extraordinary gifts that your distributors bring to your organization. Don't doubt that. And here's the most important one of all. Don't doubt yourself. If I've got miracle working power to change my life, so do you. If I've got the ability to change, so do you. If I've got the ability to read, so do you. If I can discover, so can you. If I can grow, you can grow. If I can develop, you can develop. If I can get an invitation like I got six years ago, help take something around the world, so can you. I'm asking you, don't sell yourself short. Here's the next one, worry. I'm asking you to drive worry into a small corner. You gotta worry some. All this negative stuff serves some purpose, but the key is for you to be the master, not the servant. If it's two o'clock in the morning and your daughter's not home yet, best you worry. In New York City, if you step off the curb and one of those yellow taxis is coming, best you worry. But here's what I'm asking you to do. You be the master of worry. Drive it into a small corner. Don't let it loose. And I'm asking you to go home with some new faith and some new courage. I'm asking you, don't worry. Drive it into a small corner. We've all got concerns. And sometimes we all wonder. And sometimes there's a little crack of doubt. We worry a little, but I'm telling you, drive it into a small corner. Drive your worries into a small corner. Enemies of the mind you've got to do battle with in the summer. One is pessimism that tries to get you only to see the negative side. Of course, there's the negative side. Life is part negative. What else is new? If the glass is half empty, it is half empty. You say, well, I've been only taught to see that it's half full. Well, sure, it's half full. But it's also half empty. I mean, can't you handle that? I mean, you know, that's not too difficult. But here's what pessimism would try to get you to do. Believe that it's only half empty. And when pessimism comes to your mind, you've got to educate pessimism because pessimism is stupid. <laughs> pessimism tries to get you to believe that it's only half empty. You gotta say pessimism, you've never been to school. Too dumb and stupid to know. Of course it's half empty, but it's not only half empty. It's also half full. I'm asking you to be in charge. Be in charge of your own mind. Be in charge of your own destiny. Do battle with your enemy in the summertime. Now here's the last one in the harvest time, number four. Take your harvest and all that comes your way with full responsibility. Don't complain. Complaining I'm telling you, could ruin all of your chances. Complaining sometimes starts as an infection. If you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. Do battle with it. In the harvest time, reap your harvest without complaint. It's your crop, you sowed it. You either made the calls or didn't make the calls. You wrote the letters, you didn't write the letters. You were steady or you weren't steady. You did it or you didn't do it. You put together a good day or you didn't put together a good day. Take responsibility when the harvest time finally comes and say, hey, it's my crop. Got to take responsibility for it. I do not complain. And then here's the next one. Do not apologize if you've done well. Next, under getting better, I just want to make, you, make this list of four words. Four words. 
First, we talked about getting serious. Second, get smart. Third, get going. Fourth is get better. And here's four good words to take home. One is absorb. Develop the skill and the ability to absorb everything. Be like a sponge like you've been today. This has been a good, serious group. I appreciate that. Absorb everything you can. Absorb the sights and the sounds and the color. Guess what you're going to want to do? Go back home and invest this experience into other people's lives. And you can't invest it if you haven't got it. So I'm asking you to appreciate the color. I'm asking you to appreciate the auditorium. I'm asking you to appreciate what's going on here. I'm asking you to appreciate each other. Soak this all up. Soak it all up. It's called absorb, absorb, absorb. Then when you get back home, you can give out, give out, give out. And you'll have an extraordinary effect on the people that you reach out and touch. Here's the next one. Develop the ability to respond. Let people's problems get to you. Let people's problems touch your heart this year like never before. Be touched. Let life touch you. Don't let it kill you, but let it touch you. The problems that are out there, people struggling with their economy, struggling with their health, struggling with their future, I'm asking you to let that get around your heart. Let it do something to you. Don't go untouched. Don't go unmoved. When you walk out of here, open yourself up. Don't build up the walls. The same wall that keeps out disappointment keeps out happiness and opportunity. Take the walls down. Let yourself be touched by what's going on out there. Let sad things make you sad as well as happy things make you happy. Let your heart get touched. Here's number three. Develop the ability to reflect. Long after this session is over, I'm asking you to go back over it one more time. I'm asking you at the end of the day, go back over your day. I'm asking you at the end of the week, go back over your week. Make that week more valuable. At the end of the month, go back over your month. At the end of a conversation, go back over the conversation. How did it go and what did you do? Learn by reflecting. I call it run the tapes again of your own experiences. And you say, why do that? Here's why. To develop the extraordinary ability to gather up the past and invest it in the future. What a next year you could have if you pay more attention this year. Soak it up, gather it up, and reflect at certain times what's going on and what's happening. And this year will take a more powerful place in your experience. And then when you get ready to deliver in 1993, People will not believe the words you've chosen. They will not believe the heart and soul that you've mixed with words. They won't believe the power you've got. A few simple things here under getting better. Then here's the last one, and that's to share. We've got this extraordinary opportunity now. Let us not keep it. Let us share it. Let us reach out with a long reach, a strong reach, an unprecedented reach. Let us reach out and touch people, not just with our opportunity. Let's touch people with our lives. Let's touch people with our experiences. Let's touch people with their health, yes. With an opportunity, yes. But here's a commitment I'd like to have you make to me. Let's help people with their lives, not just their health. Let's help people with their lives, not just their income. Let it be said if they were around us one week, one month, or a lifetime, that when they got around us, not only did we talk about money, not only did we talk about product, we talked about life, we talked about getting better, we talked about becoming all that you can become, we talked about picking up a challenge, we talked about not settling for less than you can possibly be. Let's do that. Now here's my last two parts to make this your best year ever. Get excited. 
And excitement is not just, you know, excitement. Excitement that runs deep is the excitement that really lasts for a lifetime, not surface excitement. I'll tell you what's really going to serve you well, and that's the excitement you feel inside that isn't even probably expressed on the outside, the excitement that runs deep, the excitement that stirs commitment, the excitement that stirs courage. Give me the chance, and I will get the job done. That kind of excitement. And now here's my last word to you, and I'm finished for this day. But let me give you this last one to make this your best year ever. Get away. Get away, balance your life, take care of your family, take care of your responsibilities, take care of your spirituality, take care of good friendships. We've got to have some friends.